Not worth the time with Wade Taylor. Hey everybody, welcome back to Not Worth the Time. It's your favorite host of any podcast ever. Deal with it. It is what it is. Even if you were like, I didn't know that until this moment, but he's just said it. Now it's true because I'm in your ears and I'm telling you, Jimmy the Cricket up in this motherfucker, telling you what you should do. And if you disobey me, I'm going to send you to that goddamn island. Yeah. Oh, Pleasure Island sounds good at first until they turn you into a donkey. Yeah. Don't cross me right now, okay? I'm on some old man shit today because I'm drinking my decaf coffee. I'm recording this at 7 p.m. Can't have regular coffee. Got to drink decaf coffee. Yeah, taking a decaf coffee sip right there, right in the start of the episode. Yeah, I, I feel, that's when I feel like I finally hit a, a a spot where I'm like, I'm fucking feel old now. I'm drinking decaf coffee because that sounds good. That's my beverage of choice now when I'm hanging out late at night. Decaf coffee. I'm just like, I just want something warm. It won't keep me up. I don't, I want to go to bed still. I like to make the grave mistake all the time of like uh going out and i'll go to like a open mic and i'll but like I'll, i feel bad because i do want to support the places that are allowing us to use their mics and use the space and um you know uh horrify their audiences or their patrons with uh things and thoughts we wrote down on pieces of paper uh so i try to buy something lately it's been coffee just because and uh i don't know just seems better i don't want to drink beer and then have to do drive and also get bloated so we're drinking a lot more coffee and i'll make the mistake at like seven eight o'clock at night walk into some place but you got coffee i'll take a coffee and then i come home and i they can't go to sleep till like 11 30 because i'm still like fuck just rolling but you know what that's the price i like it though I, I i enjoy the taste of coffee and i'm enjoying myself so why do i care if people judge me for drinking decaf coffee that's why i'm expressing it to the fucking world decaf all day Set it down. Get into it. Get into that decaf coffee. You know? I I, I feel like now, and this is going to make me sound really old, because uh, young people, fucking step up your game. I'm 28. I know, that's y- young, but I'm about to hit 30, and then, like, you know, there's no more. You can't keep, I feel like once you hit 30, it's no more young people. You can't be considered. You're talking about, when you say young people, it's anybody from 25 down, I feel like. Like, I'm still in there. Like, I'm still in that little zeitgeist a little bit. Like, some people can still consider me, but for the most part, 25 and under. That's that's young people, right? Here's my beef why peop- young people need to step up. I got props from, an, from not one, not two, but three old couples just because I held the door open for them at the mall. Guys, that's common... Decency 101. Like, I should not get props and be praised for holding the door open for people. There is no reason for that to happen. The, at most, it should be like, well, thank you, young man, or I appreciate it. That's it. There should be – that. that's the end of the, distra- the whole exchange. And I go, you're welcome, and they walk in and they go – consumers because that's what we do here in america we consume so i'm loping it up the doors to be like go in there and do what we fought wars to do (laughs) 
But instead, I hold the door open, and then I hear somebody go, at least there's still gentlemen around here. From not one, but two of those couples. In the third couple, the man fist bumped me. He fist bumped me, guys. I held the door open for a gentleman in his 60s. And he fist bumped me. Now, that just weirded me out a little bit just because I was like, I didn't know old men knew how to fist bump. I thought it was like a foreign thing to them. I thought this was the secret handshake that I will always know. But they've broken the code, so now we can't do it anymore. Can't fist bump. That's why we come up with more and more complicated handshakes. But the young people, we got to step up the game. They're like, I know we want recognition for everything. That was just one of those times where I was like, I should not get recognition for it. Like, I like getting reg- uh, recognition for doing something for people. But that's like the most, that's the minimalist thing. Like, that's the that's the smallest thing you can do. Is just you see, like, in the, refl- all you have to do, not be on your phone for two seconds. You know, instead of looking in the reflective of your of your phone and seeing me, me, look at the reflection of the door and see yourself and be like, oh, man, look how cool I look. But then right after you get uh, over looking at yourself, I'm really projecting here because I stare at myself in mirrors constantly. I think I'm just addicted to movement. And you ever I talk with my hands a lot. So if there's a mirror around and I'm talking. I will get distracted by my own hand movements and mirrors. It, it freaks me out. But, yeah, I, well, I look at myself all the time. Ask my mom about it. She'll tell you, yeah, he stares at himself constantly. He's a goddamn sociopath. He's self-indulgent. But self-indulge right as you're walking into that mall. Just do it. Look right into that mirror. Be like, goddamn, look at my sexy ass about to walk into this mall. About to get me a fly-ass jacket. Maybe I'll stop by that new iPhone store. Get the iPhone. You know what I'm saying? And then you, but you, you, you do all that. You do all that. Be self-centered. But then... Do like it's like checking your blind spot in a mirror. <laughs> it's like checking your shoulder to make sure you can merge. Just check over in the corner to make sure there's nobody right behind you as you're walking into the mall. And if there is, it's the easiest thing. It's not unless you there's no reason not to to do this because it's not going to hinder even if you're late for an appointment it won't hold hold you back that much. There's just a couple people behind you right following you and you just it's a pull door, right? So you just pull you just pull it open and you step back, bam, and you just you freak them out a little bit because they're not expecting you to go backwards. They're like, "Oh God, what's he doing?" And then he's like, "Because nobody holds doors open more. Nobody knows how the art of doing it. But there is an art to it. You just got to do that slight step back. You go to grab it like you're getting ready to, you know, you plant that front foot. You plant your right foot as a plant, and then you got your back as your back foot, left foot, right? You know." And everybody thinks, oh, you're just gearing up to make that next step after you open the door to take that left foot forward. Uh Uh-uh. You end up taking that planted right front foot and pushing back and be like, bam. And then you hold it put your hand up to the side of your chest, you know, right below the stomach, like right this way, madam. You just do that shit and you impress the fuck out of people. And they're like, God damn, I can't believe that just happened. Did you see that flawless technique of opening doors? That's what they'll appreciate. If you... If you want appreciation, you should just hold the door open. But if you want to get appreciation, get props, you should just have impeccable technique of opening doors. That's what it is. That's what you need right there. And then, you know what? Even easier if it's a push open door. You're you're leaving the mall, right? There's people coming behind you. Still got to be self-centered. Look in that mirror and be in that window reflection. Be like, sexy bitch. My new coat looks great. I'm going to take a selfie outside with my new iPhone I just got. Bam. Going to do that. But remember, you got to check your blind spot before you exit. 
Got to check that blind spot. So you look over the shoulder in the reflection, see some people. If it's And then this is the push side. This is even easier. So you get to do like a fancy spin move, right? Because you're going to go out on the right side. It's like driving. You're always on the right. You don't go out the left unless you're from England for some reason. You drive on the left. And then you're going in and out of the left. You're on the left-hand side. And you come over here to America and you're fucking shit up because you're just like in the way. You're in the wrong lane. I don't get why you don't just do it like everybody else. I don't know. That's your deal. I won't judge. When I come over there, I want to make sure I'll be in the left lane. I'll respect your culture. When you come over here, respect my culture. Be in the right lane. Anywho, what I want you to do is you're going to do a six spin move, right? Because you're going to go out the right door. You're going to push it with your right hand, open it, and then you're just going to do a you know, make sure you get that left foot planted first right as you open it, and then you're going to spin the right leg around the backside and bam, hold that door open again, and just do, and then you switch hands. That's it if you want to get real technical, right? You open the door, hold it, push, keep it right there, and then you switch. You like it's like cross a crossover in basketball, right? You, gotta, you just got to master this. You got to just do this at home, guys. Do it at home, practice, because you don't want to get hurt out there. Last thing you want to do is tweak a knee while you're trying to hold the door open for old people, because you're trying to prevent them from tweaking their knees. You don't want to tweak yours while trying to prevent them from tweaking theirs, right? So you just do that exchange, right? And then you do the the arm, the right arm out, pointing the way, like out this way, right? You're this way, all you. It's safe. It's good. You're good to go. And that's how you have perfect technique opening doors, guys. So millennials, I'm calling you out because you're, I'm one of you. And I'm doing this, and I'm getting compliments. We all want compliments. They say we're the most selfish generation. One of them, anyway. I don't know. There's probably one underneath us that's a little more selfish. We'll bitch about them when they get their turn. They'll get their upcomings. But we can do we can do this. Hold doors open for people. Let's make that. That's what I want to be my contribution to this society. You know, I want to make the world a better place. Uh, you know, I, I'm bad at recycling. Um, I, I put do a podcast, which is pretty self-indulgent. Um, but I can teach people how to open doors, damn it. You know, that's my contribution to society. Just, just open doors for people, guys. That's the one thing. It's a basic thing you can do. It's basic. Just do that. That's my PSA for this. Just hold the door. Hold the door. You know, we, you know what? And like, if you want to save the planet that like start recycling, cause that's holding the door open for the next generation. Is that some, <laughs> that's some terrible marking point. If somebody starts saying that in some kind of like environmentalist campaign, send me an email that's saying that because I'm going to show them this recording and be like, bitch, you stole that. And now I want all the money. Sir, this is the charity to save the world. You're going to take the money away that we use to raise. Yes. Yes, I am. I'm poor. I need money too. I'm, <laughs> I want to be a chair. I, I need you to give me charity because I'm poor. I live, I live, but I need more. <laughs> I couldn't even think of a bad example. I don't have it that bad. Jesus Christ. Uh, that'd be so funny though. Like some charity steals that, <laughs> like that slogan from me. Recycle to hold the door open for the next generation. And I get a pissy and try to sue them over a little nonprofit over a line that I said on a fucking dumbass podcast. Woo! That would be the most not worth the time thing to happen. Because <laughs> that's not worth the court's time. It's not worth that charity's time to address me. Hell, it's not even worth my time. I should be happy that somebody even tried to take an idea from me. I should be like, I'm actually putting something out in the world that's good. But then I want them to make, well, I just be like, okay, fine. Yeah, use it for the environment. But we get people to open doors and just be like, hashtag Wade Taylor says open doors. Just do that, you know. 
Help me get that word out there. Stop being rude, people. But that's what's going on these days, man. People are getting rude. You know, it's it, it's fine. I get it. Um, I just think it's funny now, too, because people are reading into things too much. You know what I mean? Like, especially because we write. It's very weird because we thought we'd get away from more written text as a technology advanced. Like, you think it would have been more audio and more video, which it is definitely more video. <clears throat> but with things like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and all those things, and Minds.com, all that stuff, you're still communicating a lot through text. And um, it's funny to just watch language change and communications change. And so I found this new uh, study. Uh, well, this isn't new. This is from 2017. Fuck me. Why? Damn it. I got to look at dates better. Anyway, I found this study that was done about text messages. It says, ending a text message with a period not only seems less sincere, it makes you seem more negative. That's crazy. You know how many fucking English teachers probably read this article and were like, No! 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 There's a punctuation! No! Just so angry. Just like the English language is crumbling around them. They went to five years of fucking college to try to teach people how to write properly. And now they're, they, they've been yelling at people for years about not <laughs> even using punctuations or commas, anything right in text messages. And now this comes out and it's like, no, it's not negative. <laughs> I am not a grammar Nazi. Just and I just need to know it's a completed sentence. For all I know, more's coming. <laughs> Maybe you're writing me a novel and text and I need it. it it's very strange because I would... Uh, I remember, t like, it. I think this has only happened now. Be Here's my idea. Like, and I kind of read this article a little bit. It's like, uh, uh, it says, here's a quote from here. We are interested to see how reading text messages might differ from reading more formal language, such as essays and fiction. Although it's a written form of language, text messages has a lot in common with face-to-face -face conversation with the f fast Back and forth between two people. Okay. Um, it contrasts to face-to-face -face conversation. However, textures cannot rely on extra uh, linguistic cues such as tone, voice, or pauses. Um, or non-linguistic -ling cues such as facial expressions, hand gestures. In spoken conversation, the cues aren't simply additions to your word they convey uh critical information yeah that makes more sense than anything because like that's half the problem when you get like on like twitter and you say something and people get all fucking butthurt or like vice versa this anything like, you text people and like that's like half of like relationships i feel like end now because of text messages <laughs> like it's just people fucking like what do you mean by that i don't get it uh yeah it's a, like it's just um it's just it's fascinating because these like um just get not texting and not peer because i remember when i first got a phone and like you started texting um because it was i'm old enough uh, let me grab my decaf coffee while i say this i'm old enough when, when i use t9 to text you know on my flip phone 
I'll let you guys hit up Wikipedia and know what a flip phone is here in a second. Um, but yeah, that I use T nine, and I remember like when you did type a full sentence, I would leave uh, punctuations and uh, like you know capitalization, uh, periods, commas, all that kind of shit. And then I realized, fuck, this is annoying. Um, I definitely don't want to do this anymore. So then you just started. Um, you just started trying to find shorter ways to do stuff. So first thing to go, periods. Next thing to go, commas. Which, uh, commas, everybody should use commas more in <laughs> texting. You got to break up those thoughts, those run-on sentences where you just like, hey, you're just like, whoa. Sometimes when your friends try to send you a joke, you're like, god damn, that's not what I expected. But it's just fascinating that, like, that's a, just the evolution of uh, writing that way. It's very strange because when you think about like hieroglyphics and stuff like that back in the day, um, there were just pictures up on the walls, and like people would. Uh, that's how you communicated was with pictures. So it was like a less, and I know there was like a breakdown. It was kind of like a, what I think there's like a, like a, gu- a guide or a key to like that stuff, but like it, yeah, you probably couldn't display communicate complex ideas as well as you can probably now with like other like what are now formal languages like uh chinese japanese um, english spanish like there's a more structured and a more fluid way of communication through all those different types of languages now because they're more complex so you can express more complex ideas probably so it's funny to see almost like uh our fast-paced way of communicating, though, is trying to simplify it, which is why we probably go back to emojis a lot. Like you're just like people have full-on conversations with mo- emojis because you're just trying to get quick information feed, you know, back and forth. So it makes sense. I don't know. I don't know, guys. It, it it's fa- it it is crazy to me though. I I think about this stuff too much. You know, yeah, I just I'm just worried about that English teacher. So sad, just drinking himself into a coma. Do you imagine? Do you imagine? Okay, because like I feel like they definitely have these because they kind of had them, you know, when I was in school, which were like IM systems between teachers and like because they definitely have them now, like in middle school and stuff. Uh, in uh, like in schools nowadays, where like the teachers can like IM each other, like such and such is having a bad day. Make sure you make sure they feel comfortable. Like, could you? How often are like these teachers? I hope, like, the history teacher is trying to get a hold of the English teacher, right? Just messaging. Just like, hey, look out for Jeff. He's been acting strange today. I think he's having problems at home. No capitalization. No punctuation. <laughs> no, nothing. Just, like, the most basic just letters spewed out. And, like, like every day. Every day the English teacher's like, I want to fucking, I want to fucking kill myself. Nobody respects the English language around here. My students won't even do it. You know how many words I've heard made up nowadays? What the fuck is a thwat? What the fuck is that? I don't know what it is. I still don't understand what Drake was talking about. What the fuck is YOLO? These people. Every year they're adding words to the dictionary that don't make any fucking sense. This is breaking. This is the English teacher fucking breaking down. 
You never – I feel like you know, – like, how do English teachers not break down more? I think that's why some of those, like, I remember, like, my English teachers or drama teachers were, like, the most, like, cynical people ever. Because when you have to read 15 to 18-year-olds' writings every year, every night, over some fucking dumb paper they wrote. You don't want to hear their fucking dumbass ideas. I remember I wrote a fucking paper about Bernie Madoff, although my title was fire for it. I called it the Church of Money, and it was like how about like how the Ponzi scheme and shit like that went down, and like actually how like I wrote basically my thought process was about like how, um, you know, uh, the new there is like. The new warship is money, not uh, God and stuff. It was fast. I, I think I have it. I might maybe I should read that on the podcast or break down my ideas and just like break down seventy-year-old me's dumbass ideas about how I thought. Yeah, man, I'm gonna take this motherfucker down. So fucking stupid. But these, how do English teachers not break down more when you have to read those fucking god awful essays? Like, I can't imagine that those like don't want to make you want to kill yourself. You know. Like, I would want to kill myself. I want to kill myself reading notebooks I've written jokes in from a year and a half ago. There's some horrifying ideas in there. And that's not even trying to be, like, a critical thinking. That's me trying to find funny in things, and it's just like, good God, what are you, a moron? This is bad as shit. Shout out to all my English teachers out there. You know, you guys are doing great. Uh, let's see here. I got another article for you here. Let's let's jump into one of these other articles. Um, you know what? This probably applies to these teachers. Uh, like, so they're able to probably uh, you know, stay in these papers because they're able to filter better than all of us. You know, they can filter out bullshit and get through things better and pay attention to things more. You know, more important. That's when I found this uh this thing on uh uh some website i can't even read it because my brain's too dumb uh see i'm not filtering well enough information anyway it's like to pay attention the brain uses filters not spotlights so instead of you don't really focus you're filtering more which after i read this and like thought about it a little bit it makes total sense because like they say your brain is like constantly taking in information constantly right you're always taking in information so how is it separating that kind of stuff it well it is and it isn't it, it it's separate it's taking it all in but then separating it you're not just focused on one thing like i'm staring at my computer right now but i'm still seeing all that stuff but my brain knows it needs to focus on the computer because i'm looking at this thing right now and that's what i need to do and i'm gonna fuck my cat is uh being rude being real rude right now he's trying to fuck with shit just trying to eat the plant in the office. Always trying to eat the plant in the office. I'm trying to do a podcast, and you know he. But I love him, Sweeney Todd. He thinks he runs the place, and he fucking does. God damn it! Then you got Harper. Harper's right here. See, I'm sorry, guys. I just re- I, this is where I, I'm not focusing. See, I'm not filtering out this negative negativity with my you know brain. But you know Harper's right here, and she's she's hanging out. She's like, "You're doing great, Dad. You're 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 killing this podcast game. Thank you, Harper. I appreciate it, and you're the best." Sipping my decaf coffee while I talk to my animals—such an old person dad move. Anyway, um, it, it, I'm gonna break down this thing. So there's a. Uh, I'll read this chart here. It's like how your brain tunes out distractions, which totally didn't do there a massive amount of information uh constantly floods 
the senses. And yet we can focus on what's important to tune out the rest. Like when you're at a restaurant and you're just trying to, you like hear one thing, you ever do that? You're like, I wanna, I'm going to test my super hearing skills. And you're just like, you, it's just like you just hear clink clink, but then you just like start looking for voices, and then you try to like match them. You ever? That's like my favorite is like when you're in a loud re- restaurant or something, and you're like you're just like trying to focus on somebody's conversation. Like you hear two individual voices, and you pick them out, and you kind of start, but then like, like oh no, that's those are two different conversations. They're not the part of the same thing. Then you like start searching. You like you pick the one you find more interesting, and you try to go, and then you finally link up and find out which one, uh, which is the partner in that conversation. And you just like pick it out from the air it's fucking dope <laughs> it's like a superpower it's fucking sick but anyway uh researchers have pinpointed a circuit in your brain that suppresses distraction and irrelevant inputs uh only overwhelming st- overwhelming stimuli uh the prefrontal cortex uh would get overwhelmed with information if the th- uh thermalis the must Thyma? Okay, let's try this again, Wade. You got this. We can do this, guys. I can get through this word. Thalamus. Thalamus. Pass along all sensory inputs, filtering and focusing. When it's more important to pay attention to what's heard than what's seen, the prefrontal cortex instructs the bypassal ganglia um to employ a thalamic relative nucleus <laughs> a trn <laughs> jesus christ guys you haven't this is how you know like when i say stuff up top you're just like you know what maybe maybe wait right well, we should hold doors over for people and then i try to pronounce words and like we're not gonna fucking hold doors because this dork said this he can't even pronounce these words i totally get it but the the TRAs are inhibited the visual thumpus. <laughs> Why do I want to say thumpus so bad? God damn it. This is why I include links, guys, so you can go back and realize how dumb I really am. Uh, this suppresses the flow of visual information and leaves the auditory signal more uh, prominent. So you have, like, your brain's, like, constantly just, like, rewiring and shutting and turning shit off, you know? It's suppressed. Your brain is suppressing your own stuff. <laughs> Turns out your brain's a fascist. Your brain's going to suppress everything. <laughs> your brain is just up here just like, I will not allow you to see this imagery. <laughs> Your brain's like oh, all those Christian moms back in the day were like, we do not want our kids listening to NWA. <laughs> so your brain's just stopping you from seeing visual cues. We will not let you watch uh, The Devil Wears Prada. I don't know why that one is the example I picked, but it was. Uh, maybe probably because it just had the word devil in it. and I don't know. Prada just seems bad. I don't feel like we should ever wear Prada. Prada, I don't know. Hopefully they never want to sponsor my podcast or find this. I mean, does Prada sponsor any podcast? I they gotta sponsor at least one. There's gotta be some basic bitch podcast out there that's just like, yeah, we sponsored by Prada. We just get down with that Prada bag. We don't like Gucci, but yeah, guys, we we censor shit out of our brain and we take in important information. Oh shit, guys! I barely got to that, but you know what? It's okay. It's okay because we got misconnections to get to. That's right. One of our favorite parts of the podcast. 
If you want to read more about how your brain filters shit, go do that. Go go to the links down below. And also check out the merch page while you're down there. Use promo code NWTPOD. Uh, that's N-W-T-P-O-D uh, on the website. When you go to teespring.com slash punninggame, uh, you can get a shirt, you know, and you can get free shipping if you use that promo code. But that's not what's important right now, unless you're cold. Then you can go get a hoodie. Then you'll be warm. But what is important right now is it's time for misconnections. And you know what? We, 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 a lot of times I go to these small towns trying to help people find love. But I maybe it's, I, it's time I go to some of the more populated places around the world to help people find their loved ones that they missed. You know? So this time I've gone to one of the biggest, baddest cities in the world. It's bad as a motherfucker. It's New York. Specifically the Harlem Morningside area. This one says... Help me find Kimberly. Kimberly, if you're a not worth the time fan, this one goes out to you. Please be on the lookout for a beautiful 39-year-old bald black woman whose name is Kimberly. She is tiny. If you see a small, beautiful, bald black woman, why is he repeating that so much? <laughs> I don't know. A beautiful, bald black woman in a horror. Uh, it's probably her. <laughs> This is where it gets weird. Uh, tell her I think about her every day. Hey, man, don't have strangers from Craigslist walking up to Kimberly and saying, hey, this guy from Craigslist missed you. We don't even know your name. <laughs> this poor girl is probably going to get harassed so much. <laughs> you know how many... Like, I, I don't know how many weirdos are like me where they just go on this and read Craigslist because it's funny. But there's de like I would never do this. But there's definitely somebody out there who's like, I'm gonna play Cupid today, and I'm gonna go on Craigslist and help somebody find their missing lover, and like they have no frame of reference of why Kimberly hasn't been in contact with this person. Kimberly might be like, get the fuck away from me. Ah, <laughs> oh, you just have some random guy walking up to you, just like every small, bald, beautiful, bald, black woman in Harlem is like, hey, this guy from Craigslist thinks about you every day. She's Somebody's going to punch you. Some There is going to be fists of flying or purses, one of the two. You're going to get hit one way or another. Do not go up to people in random parts of New York boroughs and tell people that somebody from Craigslist is looking for them. I digress. Let's continue. Uh, we met on a cruise to bermuda okay well that's that's a that's a hell of a lineup there i think we fell in love uh, uh jump <laughs> you jumped the ship there sir you you were off, you got off the boat and went and found a shark and jumped over it you pulled a fonzie with that line um you might see her at the pet store buying food for her turtle did she steal this turtle from the screws? <laughs> she just jacked a sea turtle. <laughs> Kimberly's just harboring an endangered species of sea turtle from the screws from Bermuda. <laughs> Damn it, Kimberly. You know you can't keep turtles here. But it might be a ninja turtle. <laughs> she, she uses It's like a guard dog. <laughs> she loves 420. She loves Hitler's birthday? That's not cool, Kimberly. I don't know if you should date this woman, sir. That's fucking scary. As far as I know, she doesn't know, but she has her own apartment. 
Okay, this is getting weirder by the moment here. I only ran to the point, like, before the show started that he thinks about her every day. <laughs> I was like, that's hilarious. That'll be funny from here. Now it's just getting weird. Uh, uh, she has her own apartment. She's truly wonderful. I spent the most amazing 24 hours of my life with this gorgeous woman. Holy shit, dude. The, uh, this is like a 90-day fiancé, but, like, a day fiancé. That's what you're trying to do. This could be a TV show. God damn. This is great. Uh, please keep an eye out for her. If you see a small, beautiful, black, bald black woman, uh, ask if she has my heart-shaped glasses. My heart-shaped – or my heart – wait, 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 wait. Ask her if she has my heart-shaped sea glass. My heart – that's what you're going to go up to a small, bald, beautiful, bald black woman and say, do you have my, uh, do you have his, uh, this guy from Craigslist heart-shaped sea glass? And if she does, she's going to tell you no, because you're a fucking weirdo who's trying to help people on Craigslist. Holy shit, don't do that. Tell her I love her. Don't tell her that. This is not your message to send, people. <laughs> Holy fuck. Uh, and every day I'm reminded of her, her smile, her laugh, and the way her tongue sticks out when she drinks from a bottle of beer. <laughs> She's just tilting up a bottle of beer like a fucking hamster drinking out of one of those bottles. Holy shit, dude. I only read so little of this before starting. This was like it was a fucking gold mine. Oh. <laughs> oh, my name is Jimmy. Of course it is. Of course your name's Jimmy. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, small, beautiful, bald, black woman. Do you have Jimmy's heart-shaped sea glass? He really misses the way you stick your tongue out when you drank beer from a bottle. <laughs> but she called me James. Oh, please watch for her. Please go looking for her today. Don't go looking for her. Today. Guys, don't do that. Holy shit. Oh. Oh, God. That was, that might be the... I might have to retire misconnections after that. Holy fuck, guys. That was goddamn amazing. Oh. Whew. And this is why I didn't go to Nor New York right away. I found a couple crazy ones, but uh, this one got... I want to check the cake from the other ones I found. Woo! Oh. Guys, if you enjoy establishing connections, maybe you should connect on over to punninggame.com where we got contact flying at you every day of the week except the weekends because we, we don't have shows yet. But we have we have shows for you every Monday through Friday uh, covering topics from horror movies to random news topics to baseball and sports. Or it's, we got it all, guys. and We have a lot of fun over there, so go over and check it out at punninggame.com. Um, don't forget to rate and review any of the podcasts that you listen to on whatever platform you listen to them on. You can find them on any platform. Um, check that out. Uh, if you guys are looking for any links and things of that nature of like my YouTube channel, uh, my YouTube channel, like my Twitter, all that stuff, it's all in the links in the description of the podcast. So check those out. Um, also, don't forget to check out the sh uh, Pun and Game shop. Go to the website. You can see all the merch there. Click on it. It'll take you to Teespring. Just click on the images, and it'll take you right to there, and you can purchase whatever you got. Don't forget to use promo code NWTPOD uh, for free shipping when you check out. That'll help you out. 
and let me know you're listening to the show. Also, guys, go to the website and sign up for our new uh, newsletter. We're getting ready to start releasing that every month to keep you up to date. Uh, speaking of dates, uh, I will be on a show here in Salt Lake City. Looking forward to doing it. It is December 6th. Uh, December 6th, uh, the Free Kitten Show at the Urban Lounge. Uh, it's going to be at 7 o'clock, I believe. Let me check that one more time. 7 o'clock, that is uh, Salt Lake time, just so you're aware. Um, yeah, yep, 7 o'clock. So that's December 6th, 7 o'clock at the Urban Lounge. That's the Free Kitten Show. So come check me out if you're in the great Salt Lake area. Um, watch me do some stand-up. We're doing a 15-minute spot. It'll be fun. I'm going to fucking bust out some new jokes I've been working on. Uh, probably sprinkling in a few old ones that I, I love to always just tell. You know what it is, guys. Oh, man. Thank you guys so much for listening and not worth the time. I had a blast. And remember... Don't fucking help James, because you're going to get assaulted. 